Hello and welcome to My Beloved and I podcast. I am your host and friend, Mercedes, and I am so excited that you are tuning in today. My desire for this podcast is to be wisely transparent about the true struggles a young woman faces throughout life. I want to share my story of salvation, encounter, and deliverance so that you can also begin to walk in your freedom. Welcome back to episode two. I am so excited for today's episode. Um, I'm kind of going out of my way of what I had previously like planned for each each uh, week. So today's topic is kind of like sporadic, <laughs> if you will. Um, but I decided to include it on here because I was like, what a what a great way to start the year. So I'm going to start by sharing like some of the lessons that I learned this past year. So this is something that I just started a couple years ago, but at the end of each year, instead of setting New Year's resolutions, which, you know, tends to be like the most popular way to start a year or end a year, if you will, whatever. (laughs) Um, What I started doing was writing down some of the lessons that I've learned in the previous year. And then at the end of those lessons, just writing also down some like affirmations for the next year. So instead of doing resolutions, the affirmations um, are going to are going to be like the things that I bring forward to the next year, what I'm declaring for the next year. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. And again, it's not like a topic that I had previously planned to do but I was like you know what why not these are like they've been like really tough lessons so uh, you know if they're a blessing to somebody else listening like I'm that's that would make me so happy so anyway let's dive right in so the first one that I have on here and don't mind me if I'm just like kind of reading off of these because I really did spend a lot of time writing it down Writing for me is like a way, writing, journaling, typing, whatever, is a way of really expressing how I feel. I'm not very good at, I'm learning, but I'm not very good at expressing myself to people. So writing is definitely a great way for me to just pour out. So anyway, number one, God is always faithful. This year, I really felt like the Lord led me to remember many promises that honestly I feel like I had forgotten about and at first when I like would remember them I felt terrible for forgetting but then I think okay I also feel like God in his infinite wisdom sometimes not that he withholds things or makes us forget about things but especially for me I think that if I have this goal there's or this promise I would just like be anxious about it not happening yet, you know, or like I'm thinking about it all the time and it it could become like a distraction for me. And so when I kind of like that light bulb went off and I was like, okay, like it, I don't feel bad for forgetting, you know, I think it's for a reason, but like definitely when I, throughout the year when I, you know, something would happen, I'd be like, oh, 
I remember, you know, I remember when the Lord spoke to me about this, like, wow, you know, he is good. He is faithful. So <clears throat> the affirmation for next year um, is I will read, I will rest, sorry, I will rest and trust that God's timing is perfect in every single season and for every single promise that he has given me. So that's number one. Number two, uh, my career is not my calling. So um, for those of you guys that don't know, I'm a nurse and I work in the labor and delivery um, area. And just in general, the way I was brought up is to be very hardworking, you know, whatever you're doing, even if it's some even if it's something very minimal, you always are committed to what you're doing, and you do a hundred percent, and if anything, always go the extra mile, you know. That's just again how I was brought up. And this year, like I found myself feeling burnt out and always by the end of my weeks, especially feeling like physically exhausted. More so once I started getting more involved in doing other things. So um, with that, with the physical exhaustion, well, excuse me, guys, I can't, I, I can't speak very well today. I noticed a shift in my attitude and quite frankly, like a lot of times didn't even have the desire to go into work, which is not good. Um, and so the lesson was the Lord helped me understand that although my job is a blessing and I'm so blessed to have landed a job that I always like dreamt about even though it's a huge blessing it's not my life and it's not my identity so my affirmation for this is I will continue to work hard and do what is expected of me but I am not obligated to do more than I must unless I am able and willing to do so awesome <laughs> I think it's awesome. <laughs> Number three, balance and priority. Ooh, it's, it, it just goes better and it gets deeper, guys. So for this, I said, although I know that I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me, amen, hallelujah, it's not wise to do everything all at once. Paul said everything is permissible for us, but not everything is beneficial so feeling overwhelmed means it's time to refocus on what um, what I've been instructed to do and let go of what is not benefiting me. So for me, in this case, um, I was kind of talking about my service to God, you know, getting super involved and doing so much because I have time. Um, so not to confuse that our service to God is something that must like absolutely benefit me in some way. And that's why I do it. But when you get to the point where you are overwhelmed or if any kind of confusion um, comes to our mind in regards to serving God, that's in fact a revelation for us to uh, to reevaluate, you know, like our responsibilities and what we've been doing. Um so for my affirmation, this was kind of a long one, but I said, I will seek the Lord's guidance and allow him to place me in the areas where I will be 
sorry, I will bear good fruit and help me release the things that will not lead me to bear fruit. Guys, this is deep. This is like, I remember at this point, I was like, wow. Well, like going back to the beginning of the year where I finally was feeling confident in, I guess, being more social and being more like comfortable around people. So um, I started getting more involved, you know, in church and doing all the activities. And I remember like in my heart, I was so excited and telling the Lord, you know what, God, like right now in this season of singleness, like what I have is time. And like with my time, I just want to serve you. Like there is not one minute, there's not one second, there is not one day, (laughs) you know, like I just want to serve you, God, in every single area that I can. And I was everywhere and I was doing everything for a little while. And again, I started getting burnt out. And at first I was like, there's no way. And and it's so wrong for me to feel burnt out if I'm serving God like that can't, that can't be right. Like I shouldn't feel like this. If anything, this should give me a hundred percent more energy and a hundred percent, you know, like just more favor and all these things. But the reality is if you're not bearing fruit, like if this is not something that's bringing fullness of joy, peace and rest into our lives. I mean, that in itself is telling us that it's something that is able to be removed. Um, the next thing on here, let me see. Number four. Number four on my list was saying no is okay. I think this kind of goes hand in hand with balance and priority. Um, so, okay, let's look. Ooh, this is getting deeper, guys. I realized that my inability to say no was only reflecting deeper issues in my character. Come on. Finding those roots was not easy and led me to confront painful past experiences with abuse. Now, if you guys listen to my um, my testimony, so episode one, if you haven't already, go back and listen to it because um, it was something that was hard for me to do, but I think it's going to help a lot of people when you listen to it. So go listen to it. <laughs> okay, so Holy Spirit brings things to light, not intentionally to make us feel the pain again. Um, that a lot of times, you know, when we talk about a painful past and abuse, especially, um, most of us really try to suppress it and like forget about it. Um, but again, Holy Spirit brings those things up to really, to fully set us free, you know, once and for all. So experiencing mental and verbal abuse can quickly rewire our brains to fear the response of the people we are saying no to. So I'm sure there has been lots of research, um, like psychological research on people who have experienced abuse in the past um, about these kind of responses. Um, It doesn't matter how simple of a request it may be, but there's like this intense fear of failing that person 
and then having to experience a negative reaction or backfire. Um, so that was, that was kind of like my experience. And not only because I was in a, in a relationship with someone who was manipulative and abusive, but I started noticing that whatever I would do, especially if it dealt with someone with authority, um, I wasn't able to really say no, like, and, and I always blamed it on like, and I, you know, again, when I talk about deeper issues, like I, I feel like there was layers to this, but I would go back to think of myself as always being a people pleaser, you know, like I don't want anybody to be unhappy. I don't want anybody to feel hurt. Like, I just want to make sure everybody's okay and everybody's happy even at the expense of my own happiness or my own desires. Um, And I struggled to communicate how I really felt because of that fear. So it was like a combination of um, not wanting to disappoint anybody, not wanting anybody to respond in a negative way because of my fear and, uh, and also just not feeling comfortable enough to express how I really felt. Um, And so then I I actually read this somewhere on, on social media. It said, if people can trust that you will say no uh, to them when you are, when you're not willing or able, they will have more confidence in your yes. That was something that I wrote down as part of my affirmation because I was like, wow. Um, through this experience, I learned that I am not what I've been, what, sorry, I am not what has been done to me and that saying no is not a weakness, but in fact, a strength. Amen. My affirmation for this was I will practice saying no to the things I know I am unable to commit to and not fear any backlash from anyone because stronger is the one who is in me and leading me amen this is good this is good oh we're getting deeper guys we are getting deeper okay number five is safe people versus unsafe people Ooh, you guys are gonna get to know me real quick i am a lover of people and often have found myself sharing every detail of my life with everyone and their neighbor. (laughs) And this year I learned how damaging this is and how damaging it is to not really take the time to analyze and put people to the test. Hear me out on this before pouring out my heart to them. So the truth is we all have our weaknesses. You know, I I have other weaknesses. And one of my weaknesses is oversharing. Um, And usually a person who is untrustworthy, like a person who is unsafe, um, they have to honestly like personally recognize and address their own roots to their like untrustworthiness. Is that a word? Um, Before expecting to be seen or trusted as a safe person for others. So my flaw was always giving unsafe people the benefit of the doubt 
but this only led me to very uncomfortable public situations. So how many times have we like opened up about something super duper personal to someone who we trusted and next thing you know, like other people are confronting you about it. Maybe like it has most of the time it has like absolutely nothing to do with them and they bring it up and or or you hear in other conversations that this like area of your life or thought or idea or desire um, is being shared by other people and talked about by other people. Oh my gosh, it is so heartbreaking. And I think it, you know, it's happened to me so many times over the years, but it was like, I never learned, like I never, I would for, for some time I would kind of like put up walls, but my walls wouldn't stay up for very long. (laughs) I was just like, Oh, uh, oh my gosh. Like, I love you. Let me tell you all about my life, you know, and like not only that, but like my plans and my desires and then it would not go well, you know. So I think this year has been like huge on that because it was definitely like more serious things that I was dealing with, Um, more so things that I was still working out between me and the Lord, you know that ended up being spoken of in public and may have affected other relationships. But, um, I have now learned who my safe people are and who are unsafe people, even in my own circle. So this is not to say that, you know, you can't have friends and you can't have people that you just love, love, love dearly, but it just means you really learn what topics, what areas of your life are safe to share with certain people and what other areas and topics of your life are not safe to share with certain people. Um, so it doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean I don't love these people and share my accomplishments with them, but it may mean that they no longer have access to my personal goals, dreams, visions, and desires because they were incapable of keeping them safe from others. Guys, that's deep. But, and I, again, going back to how I'm such a like, I, I like to please people. <laughs> this was very hard and I had to go through a lot of tears. It was painful. Um, but it is so worth it because now like, I don't have to live worried, you know, about certain things that I've opened up about to certain people. I don't have to fear that later on I'm going to hear it, hear about it in public or by other people. So my affirmation for this is I will continue to be wise and have a healthy and critical eye for who I allow into my life to protect myself and what God has given me in this season. I will analyze my own life to determine if I am a safe person to others so that I may become what I desire to attract in relationship. Come on, guys. I almost want to read that again, but I won't. Okay. Last one on here is number six. Oh, I am deserving of genuine love. Guys, 
this <laughs> this is a rough one for me um this is my affirmation because it hasn't happened yet but this year I feel like I have been going through this season of a accepting that the Lord has 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 loved me and continues to love me just the way that I am um but I had to relearn to and I don't even know if I would say relearn learning to love myself you know and learning to say you know what I am absolutely worthy of being loved by those around me and being accepted by those around me. I think I was over, always just overly critical because of my past experiences, whether that was in romantic relationships or even just any kind of relationships I've been in. Um, just always feeling like, like I'm not good enough to good enough or deserving of true affection um, and true genuine love. So I'm starting with my affirmation because it hasn't happened. <laughs> but in the process of learning who God is, I found my identity in him. The closer I leaned into him, the more I learned about the things in me that still need molding. Failed relationships, heartbreak, and mistakes no longer dictate what I deserve in love. The Lord promised me that my future generations would serve him and me and my parentheses future husband will build his kingdom together. I'm still waiting on this promise, but like I previously said, my God is always faithful and I am excited about this next year. I'm turning 27 years old and I've always felt like this will be a huge year for me. Now, I don't know. I don't know if this is the year I will meet my husband. But don't mind if I do. I mean, I wouldn't mind if I did. <laughs> but regardless, regardless of what happens. Again, I feel like this year is going to be a huge year. So I'm excited for what is to come. That's all I have for now. I'm still working on my list, honestly. And I think... I could honestly sit here and just write a whole book about the things I've learned this year and little snippets of it. Um, but for now, that's kind of where I'm going to stop this episode. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that, you know, even some of the things I shared kind of resonate in your life too. And hopefully, you know, you hear my testimony and you hear these like things that I'm still learning you know I'm 26 years old and maybe you're somebody who's a little bit younger than me which would be great you know to kind of pick up on these things now to um honestly just save yourself a huge headache when it comes to things like this um but anyway I'm excited to continue these episodes um next week I will be doing another episode stay tuned for the topic on that um and so yeah i hope you guys you know end this year on a positive note um even though i say i feel like this next year is gonna be like amazing for myself i believe it for yourself too you know you're here you're listening your your desire to grow your desire to uh, serve the lord is you know the lord is just gonna is going to bless you and 
and he is so good he does not stay with anything he you know you give to him and he multiplies so i'm excited guys thank you for staying this long and listening to me um talk um and we'll see you later have a great night